Howdy friend, welcome to Homegrown. I'm your host R.P. Smith. To avoid distraction, I usually try to work on putting the Homegrown program together first thing in the morning while my mind is at its best, not distracted by a lot of outside influences. But this round I made the mistake of reading a few articles on my email feed ahead of composition and production. Striving to be a lifetime learner, I was surprised at information provided on the subject of interest, and in fact was embarrassed that I'd not thought the subject through on my own. Not wanting to fall in the same hole twice, I may have gotten a little ahead of myself. For the moment I have titled this new piece, Cell-Based. Fascinating information on the growing of cell-based meats. They do not grow out of thin air. They have to have some eats. And these cell-based critters that was really never born are raised just like their cell stem starters on a diet of mostly corn. The ratio of output to input is pretty much the same as critters raised for meat within a traditional frame. I am wondering of the purpose of chemistry and expense. Why does production of cell-based critters make a bit of sense? The term of factory farming would no longer be derogatory. There is a benefit to man and beast if we believe the story. Produced in pristine surroundings, near the urban consumer, manufacturing of moral meat for Generation Z through Baby Boomer. Science will someday mimic the taste and texture of meat, produced at an affordable price, making cowboys obsolete, and conveniently repurposing by products that come about. No matter what you're feeding, extra stuff always comes out. In traditional production systems, byproduct is spread around to close the loop of nature and fed back to the ground. But with this advancement of civilization, no waste and no mess, we would top our serving of self-filet with a sauce of pure CS. Since we still have a little time this morning, let's go back about 32 years, the one that I was trying to get memorized ahead of the first annual Nebraska Cowboy Poetry Gathering in Old West days. My wife is just not a morning person. She prefers to sleep kind of late, but she'll work on her chores till midnight and if the kids sleep in, that's just great. After nine o'clock, I'm indifferent. But I do like to rise with the sun, and I will plan my day over cereal from a box and hit the road on the run. The other morning while chewing my checks and planning what needed done soon, I thought if I could catch a ride to the back of the ranch, I'd have those bulls sorted by noon. So I stuck my head in the bedroom, Beth mistakenly opened an eye. I said, honey, since you're awake in the trailer we take to the backside, let's give it a try. Jimmy was saddled and loaded. My plan was starting to swing. Beth stumbled to the truck. I was really in luck. I was nearly ready to sing. Cause we got to the backside by sunup. Now that is a good early start. 
I pulled in the drive, turned that rig around, its company and mine soon depart. Out I hopped and went for the tailgate. Beth scooted over and took my place. Then the click of a gear rang clear in my ear, and panic came over my face. Folks that drive in their sleep aren't deep thinkers, and they're sure not the kind you can trust. For away she did go with my horse still in tow, and I'm five miles from home, eating dust. I'm hoping the attendance at this year's Old West Days and Valentine is strong enough to encourage the folks that put on this program to stay with it. This year's gathering will be taking place in Valentine, October 13th and 14th. Thanks for riding along on Homegrown this morning. Hoping that the Lord blesses you real good today, that he is raining on your place, and that our happy trails cross again soon. I'm R.P. Smith.